Oh my gosh. Get ready when you open this piece of paper. <laughs> team family. I, I open it up. It says Team V Family. Team V Family. That oh, means versus, dude, I think. Versus, we are against each other. Double dare. You got slime. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody tune in to Nick at Night. Oh my God. And we'll see what happens. I got angry just reading Team versus Family, but that's just maybe my mood today. Do you want to skip this card? Maybe there's another dude. card. Maybe I'm a little hot. No. Let's not, dude. I can step in and okay. step up. Okay. I haven't even read the inside. I just said, that's prejudgment. That's not fair. Team versus family mentality is a fine line, especially in a small business with close-knit teams. As a small team gets close, the lines can get blurred quickly, often putting the goals or standards you set to achieve in the back seat. How do you build a team that can come together with empathy for one another and respect for the work that needs to get done? That's it. That's the card. Did we do a very similar question to this before? I don't know. I think we've just no. I don't think we've heard. We maybe, maybe, maybe not. Mm. Wiser, you can check. You can check your work on that one. I, I feel no. Like I mean, he definitely didn't ask the same question. I just remember talking a lot about the idea of. I think we went through a period of our. And, oh yeah, yeah. We did. We did talk about enrollment and the ideas that follow suit in helping with enrollment. Uh, I mean, there's, there's, joke, there's jokes all over the place about this, right? It's like, oh, we're a family here, and so we can treat you dysfunctionally. It's, you know, there's memes about this. It's, I hear the question. <clears throat> the question, as it pertains to my experience, is this. And it is, will, is and will be a challenge for everybody who starts a cafe business that is very small. You're, I think, most susceptible to it in the earlier years of your business should you not create real clear boundaries and practices and operations and values and the mission and the vision and all those things. But, uh, I mean, here's, here's what can and I've seen happen everywhere. Every single job, including this one even though we actually tried to avoid it. And that is this. You start a company. You're very much relying on everybody who works at that company because the company just started. So there's myself, Chris Charles. There's nine other team members. <clears throat> Everything that we stand for is led through this group of people. But not everything's figured out yet. And... It's all hard, and you as the owners are there every single day, blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, a lot of the team is there most of the days, and you do this work. And because you're human beings, it is really, really, really challenging to hold perfect lines and perfect systems and perfect accountability at all times. And that's just normal and hard and tough. So as you practice and fail and get better, there can seep in this vibe of like, we're all here together. We're all trying to do this thing. There's this crazy bond. It's really cool. It's a really powerful, beautiful thing that happens. It's really special. It's also, there's a lot of personal energy from those opening teams. And it's impossible to get around because these people are sharing the delivery of the heart and soul of you as a business owner and your missions and your beliefs. So they kind of become enmeshed with it in a way. 
and they take on the identity themselves. Um, and I think we all know, or maybe you don't know, but like work is only part of your identity. But when you're super sucked into and in, in, into a just cause, any just cause, it can become your identity. And so everything that happens at work becomes very, very personal. No matter what, especially at the beginning, it's really, really hard to get away from things feeling personal. And we, I think, tried our very best from the original orientation to be like, hey, we're trying to do all this stuff. Here's how we're trying to do it. It's so it won't be personal. And yet, you know, somewhat to myself as uh, being a young business owner leader and somewhat probably because it's very, very challenging, you're almost every single day with these people. They kind of do become your um, work family. So it's normal, um, at the, especially then. You, everybody out here can probably remember a time, if they're not in it now, where your best friends, for the most part, are the people you work with, the people you spend your time with, the most jokes, the things, like you work with them and you do stuff with them outside of work. So even though Chris and myself and Charles didn't do that a ton, you still have those feelings at play. And they feel like they don't work for an organization at that point, they work for human beings. Uh, and that's your challenge. So the team V family question is to me, as simple as your ability to understand this concept before you get started and to enable the boundaries and the clarity out of the gate, right? Chris, Jared, Charles, we're not your friend. <laughs> we are doing this thing that's bigger than us and we're going to do it like this. And no matter what happens, this is how we're going to treat it and you. And we care about you as human beings a lot. But again, like as I uh, mentioned in a previous episode, if you are acting as the entity and not Jared or Chris, this is our learning, then you are a little it's a little easier for, it could be a little easier for you to just step into that place. I wasn't there. I think a million people aren't at that place when they start a business. And that's where this concept of family vibes come into play. And then the other side of family vibes, and I'll pass it back to Chris if he wants to say anything about it, is that like people use family vibes as a manipulation in business as well. And I don't think that's okay. And they say, we're a family to get you to behave maybe how they want you to behave and to compromise on values and to be able to treat you poorly, potentially. And that's not good as well. We're a family when it's convenient for me. Yeah, exactly. And but when, when it makes not, you work, we're no, we're no longer a family. Yeah. So, I mean, I could go on, but that's maybe a, we call it, now it looks like a seven minute rant seven from Jared. Seven minute podcast. That's about, it. That's um, the podcast. <clears throat> how I feel about that. I don't necessarily like this question because it kind of feels like you talk about it and you're done. So we were going to have to maybe riff on it a little bit. Well, I think it doesn't need to be this ver this versus that. Yeah. It, it can be, well, let's say, let's, let's step back. Okay. Step back. I'm going to stand up while we do this for a second. We use sports analogies a lot, and I think they're really relevant here. If you get together like you do, on the weekends and play sure basketball, do. you have a group of people who each have their own identity, who each do many different things in many different areas of their life that come together for a few hours to do this one thing together. When Buckets. They're, when they're doing that one thing together, Jared Truby, 
dropping 20, and that's a low-scoring game for him, okay? I think it was like 36 last week or something. Shut up, Chris. Just going for it. That's just City League, guys. It's not real professional ball. White Iverson. When I started balling, I was <laughs> But you come together for a certain amount of time to do a thing and a few key elements. Everyone's there because they want to be. Everyone's buying in to do this thing, saying, I want to win this game. I want to be a part of this team. It's not about me. It's not about my one best friend who's also a teammate, although that might be part of it. But we come together to do a thing. We work really hard to do that thing. If I don't pull my own weight, I'm going to hear about it, not just from the coach. In City League, you probably don't even have a coach. Maybe you have a captain. Are yeah, you the captain? Sorta. No, I'm not the captain. And Jared's the captain. I'm an unofficial assistant captain. There we go. Now we're talking. I'm an ass captain. But you'll hear about it from all the I'm, other players because everyone said, hey, we're going to do this thing. And yeah. you better show up and, and work hard. We do and, have the accountability across our team. Right. Yeah. And, and if you don't do that enough times, you're going to get talked to by one or more of the people and say, hey, why don't you want to be here? Mm-hmm. what's the deal? You know, you show up, but you don't put any effort in. You don't seem like you're excited about it. What are you getting out of this? Because I don't see what's, I, it, it's not making sense for me. So I'm yeah. just trying to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're having a series of bad days or whatever, whatever. And, you know, hopefully it's a, it, it can go one of two ways. Say, so, you know what? I've just been having this shit storm of things go on in my life and this and that and the other. And, let's say there are these really bad things happening in their life and you do have empathy for that person, you might have to figure some shit out because even though there are a bunch of bad things going on and you want to help that person, it's like, cool, man. How about this? You come to the games, I can't put you in, bro. You're just not doing it. So I want to be there for you as a person, but you're not playing right, right now. Yeah, you're going to sit for a come, little bit. chill. Let me help you through it as much as I can. Or maybe... You know, maybe they're just like, yeah, you're right. This isn't for me. I can't, I'm, I'm not actually that into it. You know, I thought, I kind of thought I wanted to play rec ball, but I don't want to. Sure. So thanks for being straight up with me. And both of those things are a service to the person. And it's the same, the same way in a business. You want to have people there. And this is where I feel like it was similar to that other conversation, but so much of this culture stuff goes together. You know, you want to get people in the room who are there to do the thing. Exactly. Like you said, they're not there because Jared's there. They're there because I believe in the mission of this company and I believe in what we're doing and I want to be a part of that. It's something that's bigger than any one person. Even though the vision is shaped by leadership, the overall vision is bigger than just one human being. So you're electing, you're saying, I want to work towards this. And when you have people who are hardworking and I mean, especially when you have in our industry, you work with a lot of young people, which is cool because more than just doing the job, you get to be an example of how work can work. Mm. So you can work in a very healthy team environment where people encourage each other and celebrate each other's wins and at the same time hold each other to a really high standard, Right, which, which means paying attention a lot noticing when people are doing well and going out of your way to make sure they know about it, but also noticing when they're doing not so great and making sure 
that they know about it. Mm. So both of, you know, both of those are different kinds of feedback and both of those are necessary. And if you can get into that groove where you can separate, you know, you really got to look at what you want as an employer too, because like you said, it's really tempting to just want to have everybody like you. Like I want, I want to make sure everybody likes me. So how can I make everybody like me? Well, I'm just only going to tell them good things and never tell them bad things. Right. Um, that's actually not going to make everybody like you because you're going to go down a path or at some point you're going to have to tell them some bad stuff and people know when you're being phony. And if that does make everybody like you, you might not have the right people around you. It's, it's not a good thing. So like we talked about in the last podcast, how can I be of service to this person? And it's not just by blowing smoke up their ass. The Mm -hmm. best way that I can be of service to this person and set them up, not just to have a good time here, a positive experience and a growth experience at your current organization, but in the workforce in general is to communicate well, give them feedback, both positive and constructive, and set the boundaries for your relationship and the terms of engagement. If, mm. you know, if you're looking for someone to go to dinner with every weekend, this is not the place. You know, this, that's not what we do here. And, <laughs> and I think it's important, just like Jared said, to, to create that boundary in your head and know what do I need out of this and and be explicit with it because I think where people get tripped up is they think if we're not best friends with our employees if we're not treating our employees exactly like family then in some way shape or form we're not leading them as well as we could be or we're letting them down Mm. and that's not true no that's not true I think yeah go on yeah just that's I mean that's it in a nutshell you know hard conversations are a a part of this and sometimes letting people go is a part of it letting what what am I really trying to say well I mean go ahead yeah I mean and uh, there's some things you know family's supposed to be like a really cool idea but I mean just be objective about it like family's families are things you almost, you know, they can be beautiful, but most likely you're kind of surviving through them. You're accepting a lot of things that are actually not, they wouldn't be acceptable if you were on a team. You actually, teams are made to be performers. They're made to put on shows. Families are not. Families are things, their origins, they're with it, passed down, whatever, their traumas, their problems, their gifts, their specialties. They're also, you know, kind of arguably products of like a smaller pool. You know, it's like everybody who came out of theoretically myself or, you know, my daughter's mother, like they're going to have traits from us too. And those do continue to, you know, whatever, expand and grow. But the whole point of having a team is putting together a group of people and sports or not, who are going to achieve a big, a bigger goal. And that will kind of like premeditate this idea of, like you said, there's a performance, there's a level of work that we need to do. There's something that we are out here to do. And you aren't just automatically going to stay in this team, no matter what, no matter how you perform. Like that's just, we still have something that we need to achieve. We want to achieve. We believe we can achieve. And there are, 
I mean, it sounds relatively cold, but different burn rates for different team members. <laughs> you know, some of them, like you said, are going to be fully bought in and enroll in the concept. And they're like, this concept resonates with my soul. I get warm with it. I'm going to learn about it. I'm going to, I'm going to do my due diligence and find out how I fit into and how this fits into me. And I'm going to go because I know that this actually resonates with who I am. Then there's those teammates who are like, I resonate this work. I really enjoy it. I'm on the ride. And eventually they're going to like find something else. And then there's the people who are like, you know, still great. I want to be a high performer. I want to learn some stuff. I'm going to get a job at this place, but I'm leaving town or I'm doing so I'm in college and whatever. And then there's the people who literally just want a job and, and they could have any job and they don't care. And they happen to apply and they have some, you know, matching values and behaviors that work and they end up coming and working for you and they do a good job for a while. And maybe they end up enrolling and staying a long time or not, but there's, there's these levels of people that we all get to manage. And guess what? They all are people playing a part in a bigger picture. And that is called a team in a family. That's not usually how it works. You don't set out with mom and dad and say, guess what? It's going to be mom, dad, me, and my brothers and sisters and whoever's in my team. And it's all of us to the end. It's like, no, it's not. You're going to move out. You're going to go somewhere else. You're doing something else for sure. And they're completely different things to me. OMG, have you ever wanted to roast coffee but you didn't know what to roast on? I can tell you one thing you could and should check out is that San Franciscan roaster. We have one, we have another on the way and I can tell you what, 100% makes the coffee hot, brown, delicious. You got opportunities to play with the airflows, the damper, the speed, all the things that you need to make that coffee taste the way you'd like it to taste and guess what? They're made in America. That's right. Close to us in California, just over the old state line in old Nevada. Carson's not the city. Is it the city? Nobody cares. Still in America. Here's the deal. They've been amazing. I love working on their machines. And here we are six years later, and we're getting a second one. Why would you buy a second one if you didn't like the first? Tell me more about why you want to get a different roaster. I'll tell you. It's a waste of your time. Get the San Franciscan. And guess what? They'll answer the phone. They'll send you roasters. They'll build you roasters. They'll make it custom. We made it custom. It's really fun. Do you want to express yourself not only through coffee, but the feeling of the roaster within your space? Freaking do it with San Franciscan. That's interesting because what I was thinking of is there's so many different ways to contextualize the word family. Like, how do you define family? Because it can mean a lot of different The the family you choose, you can go to that stuff too. Well, on one end, there is, on on one end, you can make the argument that you have unconditional love for your family, like you just laid out, you know, mother, brother, sister, whatever, whatever they do, whatever bullshit they get into, you're still going to love them because they're your family. And in some ways, I can see some of that being true. Like, my mom loves me pretty much no matter what. She might be disappointed in me. She might have some feedback for me from time to time, but there's, there's a, I can't think of anything I could do to where my mom would be like, I disown you. I don't love you anymore, you know? Um, so there's that. But then family is also this thing where people came together and said, hey, this is what I want. Okay, I want that too. Great, I want that with you. Okay, cool. Here's our unified vision. Here's how we're playing towards it every day, and this is how it impacts the our our okay. smaller okay. family okay. unit. Okay. So there's a bunch of different ways to think about 
family. But I think most of all, I agree with you when you say family is thrown out there as an excuse on either side. One, to treat people unfairly from the employer's point of view, or two, to try to get something or some wiggle room that you maybe don't deserve from the employee's point of view. Mm-hmm. It's a cop-out. I thought we were family. Yeah. Which really what they're saying is, I thought you would just do this for me for free or that I could have this for free or that I could just get away with whatever. And it's just not a super healthy way to think about your work Hmm. because it's a pretty big claim to make, you know, that we're family because I don't know any of you motherfuckers like I know my wife. That's for damn sure. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like... (laughs) And I care about these people a lot. Sure. You know what I mean? It, it, it's not, not like, the same thing, It's though. not like being a teammate and not caring go together. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you really care. Mm-hmm. You really care about the people that you play ball with. I really care about the people who sit around in this room every Friday. But they're not my family. Mm-hmm. They're just not. And <laughs> They're that's, just that's, not. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. But when we start pretending that they are, Mm-hmm. we have problems mm-hmm. unless you really want to commit to that dynamic. And I wouldn't recommend it. And it's just a whole, it's just not, I don't think it's professional. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. I don't, yeah, think, I, I don't think pros commit to it like that. I think, you know, you, you, you do right. You unleash or you, you are at risk of unraveling into a, some problems. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of problems. It gets hard. So to be a team, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just like that. I mean, check this out too. Like to me, with family, again, we've talked about this a lot. Kind of everything feels personal, because it just does feel a lot more personal. It's harder to. And to your point, yeah, like if we, uh, if you are on the same page, okay, we're gonna save to buy a house, and here's how we're gonna do it, and here's how we're gonna budget, and. Whatever, and we maybe, have kids, and there's a certain sure. way that we want like, to raise our kids. Yeah, like we some have... of that stuff. That's that sounds, even if it's it's values aligned, it is in a sense projectish based. But a lot of the feedback with family stuff is literally interpersonal relationship first and most, which means that it, it's still good practice. Really great to have hard and good conversations, but it is a lot more. All, almost always personal. What you're doing and your behavior makes me feel like this. And that is a reflection of me or you or whoever in these relationships are as themselves. And to me, that is actually, if we do a good job, should be the smallest portion of problems in our organization. Sure, there should be some inter- interpersonal relationships, conflict management potentially, but that shouldn't be the major, one of the major monikers of, of success. You know, like you're supposed to already pre-enroll into the kind of work we're doing. And then it becomes more project management, performance management, less personal, more focused on what this is in a job is performance. It's not based on um, how much I like anybody, you know, and that, and I mean, that's not a perfect explanation, but it's something that for sure comes into play differently when you well, say family kind of, versus team. Yeah, family is family is just a, a really loaded word. Yeah, it can yeah. mean a lot of different things yeah. to a lot of different people. And we just talked about, you know, two different ways to see yeah. family. And there's probably 
an infinite number of ways to see family. Everyone will have a different. Vin Diesel has his way. Yeah, and his way is different. His way is you 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 never cross the family no matter what even if the relationship is totally destructive right that's not necessarily everyone's idea of family either right (laughs) some people like you know i got a brother that's doing this this that and the other and i can't support it. i'm done with that dude like he's out like he's my family but i'm out there's a being diesel's all it's okay dude it's all good keep murdering people you can stay in the back (laughs) like just (laughs) as long as you keep being my brother dude murder away player 35 people but yeah. you're my brother for life. You're my brother for life, dude. And I always got a spot at the table for you, Holmes. Here's a I don't have friends. I have family. <laughs> now deal with it. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a tricky one. So I, what if you just took the second part? How do you build a team that can come together with empathy for one another and respect for the work that needs to get done? I think we've been saying that. I mean, that. all those things that we already described. Right. I mean, you, you set out with intention. You do it within a set of mission, vision, values so everybody knows what's on the table and it's not at all foggy what you're working towards because then people know what they're exactly signing up for. Because mm. you know, And you reinforce that through your day-to-day interactions, through your feedback, through your coaching, through the work that you do. But at the end of the day, it's not unlike signing a contract where it's like, hey, you said you wanted to sign up to do this, this, and that. And you're not and doing it. And it doesn't seem like you're <laughs> really interested in doing this, this, and that. Right. And There is this there is this window where it's not a contradiction and you still can engage with people's emotions and feelings, but there is a threshold for it. Mm. So one of the tools that I, I don't use often, but it made sense to me when I heard about it and I kind of liked it was um, Kristen Hadid. She wrote a book. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, she's got a leadership consulting company and a tool they use to give feedback in their businesses. They call it FBI. So feelings, right. behavior, impact. And it's a, a tool that you can use when you're going to talk to someone and you, you put everything in that order. So if I was going to give you feedback, I was like, hey, I feel frustrated or you know i can lay out how whatever you're doing makes me feel i feel like this when you boom then you give the thing you do i feel frustrated when you make decisions with wiser and leave me out because i'm working really closely with him on this thing and you're working on a completely other project so that would this is i'm making this up on the spot by the way so that's like how i feel the behavior that you engage in and then the impact like and because of that it makes me resent you and i i don't really want to work with you it makes me wonder if i can't trust you anymore so yeah feeling behavior impact Mm -hmm. so it's not like feelings aren't entering into those equations like it's it's all relevant. Now I've given you feedback and you understand the complete picture. You understand what you're doing. You understand what the ramifications of that are and you understand how that made me feel. Yeah. So it's not like you can't ever engage in feelings at work, but there is always a standard to uphold. Mm -hmm. There's that always exists, you know, and it, it just is. And the reason that you can't let that standard slide for one person is that nothing at work only affects one person. You know, yep. 
if you have five people on the court playing basketball and one of them's not pulling their weight, the whole team suffers. And that's just not fair. It's very so, tiring. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 more work for everybody. So the right thing to do is sometimes to bench someone and you know, whatever. People have problems in their personal lives too. And maybe there's a way you can figure it out and say, like, look, you should just take a month, you know, take a month. Right. <laughs> Sit down come back we'll we'll reevaluate you don't have to be cold-hearted is what i'm saying like obviously there's a million ways to to slice this up there's a million things you can do but also oh (laughs) when he says also it's the best you guys also also well when i'm read, this is a big point when i'm reading the card and it says how can you build a team that can come together with empathy for one another I think people mess around with empathy a little too much. Empathy is simply understanding. Yeah, you know? It really is. It's you just, know? It is all that is. It's not like a huge secret word that means something mega. Right. So if I have empathy for you, I'm just through communication, through listening and paying attention, I'll be able to develop some sort of empathy for you. But I think when empathy thrown, gets thrown around, people are kind of thinking it means you know, a free pass. Yeah. How can I make yeah, people feel good or how can I give them a pass or how can yeah. I make it like super warm yeah. and fuzzy sunshine so all the time? To do it yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, you're right. It is so hard. And you should probably not. Yeah. And that's not what empathy means. No. That's letting someone slide and that's not fair to them because you're saying to them, if you let someone slide like that or you just give them a pass or it's all good, you're saying, I don't believe in you. You don't have the capability to rise to the occasion, so I'm just going to let you pass. Yeah. And that is bullshit. That's a miss. That's a miss because you're selling them short. So unless you really believe that about that person, in which case they probably shouldn't be on your team anyway, mm-hmm. you are just, you're just hiding. It's not, it's not right. It's totally not fair. That's not empathy. That's maybe closer to sympathy. <laughs> And they're not the same thing. Right. So if you want empathy, what it sounds like we're saying is you want everybody to be really clear about what we're doing, why we're doing it, how we do it, in the ways, again, to beat the horse, mission, vision, values. And then the empathy comes into play in the context of performance management and feedback. The empathy is... Oh, I see that you didn't quite understand how we do that. Oh, that, yeah. I can see why you're having a hard time with this. Here's how we do it. And here's how I expect, here's how I expect you to do it in the future. <clears throat> I, uh, the empathy is now, I don't think less of you. We're both on the same page. And I understand you now. And you understand me. Ta-da. Exactly. Ta-da. That's called empathy. Yeah. I can give you critical feedback Mm -hmm. and still be empathetic Mm -hmm. and the cool thing about giving feedback and giving feedback often which is something that you should be doing you Mm -hmm. should be giving feedback on a regular basis because it's a skill just like anything else Mm. if you stop doing it you won't be as good at it yeah gotta get that muscle and it shows you're paying attention and feedback both ways is an opportunity to build a relationship. And I think what a lot of bosses don't do is they don't give feedback because it feels hard in the moment. They feel uncomfortable with it. And 
So they put it off. They're like, ah, he did this one thing. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Maybe it'll fix itself. And then it doesn't fix itself. And then you're in even deeper. The feedback's going to be even gnarlier. So you're just like, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and you put it off. Building and you, up. And you put it off and you put it off. And it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you're faced with this huge mountain of feedback. Big conversation. Which is a big conversation, which is maybe not going to go super well. Mm. And the crappy thing is, in between the time the work relationship started and where you're at now, you've actually built no relationship. You have no rapport with this person because you've never engaged them in feedback before. Mm. Where if you give someone feedback every week, you guys get a chance to connect. You're talking. They're learning about you. You're learning about them. You have a good working relationship. So if you do need to hit them with a big piece of feedback... It's like, cool, this isn't the only time that I've talked to Jared in the past three months. Right. I talk to him all the time. We have a good relationship. So I'm not going to take it as harshly. I'm not going to feel like he's coming down on me with like a huge hammer. Right. It's just like, oh, this is, this is how we work together. We give feedback. This one's just a little bit bigger, but I don't have to take it personally because I know he's looking out for my best interests and the best interests of the organization, which are actually the same if you can zoom out enough. So building, building, giving feedback is a part of building relationships as well. So again, I'm on a little bit of, I'm on a little I, bit of, a, I think I'm on should, a little bit of a tangent you're, with, you're, with that you're one You're closing too. this mother out is what you're doing. I guess maybe I am. So let them freaking know. Yeah, seriously. Let them know. That's <laughs> empathy. Oh, that's where I was going with that. I set them up. One of the things down. that stood out to me so much in the Brene Brown's Dare to Lead book mm. is somewhere in the first couple chapters where she talks about communication and she uses the phrase that clear is kind. Mm. Being, I like that. Being right. absolutely crystal clear with someone is the most kind way to engage with them. Having something be wrong and not talking about it, letting someone slide, sweeping the dust under the rug and pretending like it's not there is not in service of anybody. Hmm. It's not a kind thing to do. So if you want to be really empathetic, the best way to do it is to treat your team like the team that it is, give feedback and communicate regularly like a team should the ultimate goal for what you're doing with work shouldn't even be family it should be highly functional team that you communicate with regularly so forget about family it's not the way to go there you go did you hear that forget about it Hey everyone, that's the podcast for the week. Thanks so much for listening. If you heard something that inspired you, let us know or tell a friend. These are the types of connections that are the most important to us and that we seek to create every day. If there's something you heard and you want to know more about, send us an email to podcast at catandcloud.com or head to our website, catandcloud.com slash podcast and let us know. While you're on our site, check out everything we have to offer. Dive deep into one of our single origin coffees or pick up a little treat for yourself. We have something for everyone, so check it out. Also, find us in the usual places, YouTube, Instagram. We're always there sharing amazing things. All right, that's it. Thanks, everyone, for being awesome. We'll be back next week.